But then we come, I mean, we are one and a half hour in and we haven't even got to Lorena. Um, the winner was... Thank you for listening to the Melovision Podcast, the podcast with me, Joakim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, Joachim here with a quick message before we start. We are back with the second part of our debrief of what went down in Liverpool during the finale week of Eurovision Song Contest 2023. What you heard there in the beginning was where we left off the last time, so if you haven't heard that episode, stop right now and go back and listen to episode 13. But if you did listen to our last episode, then here is episode 14, and what will probably, but not completely certain, be our last episode of the season. And please keep in mind that by this stage of the recording, all of us had had one or three drinks, so don't come at us too hard in the comments. Now, let's talk Lorene and the winner of Eurovision 2023. Sweden. Lorene, 583 points, second with the public, first with a landslide, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Philip, thoughts? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. As Dennis once said, <laughs> it was euphoric. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was so nervous within uh, when like the jurors came and then Ukraine was the first country and Sweden didn't get any points. I was like, okay, it's over. And then the 12th, the 10th mm. just kept coming. The 8th, uh, I think like the lowest score we got was a 6 from the jury. Mm. Uh, some, uh, uh, maybe We maybe got a 4. Mm. Uh, but we no, still got yeah four yeah yeah we still got jury points from all the countries yeah uh, and how many three hundred forty points yeah three hundred forty jury and yeah. the second was Italy Israel uh, Israel by one point yeah yeah Israel and got how many points hundred and seventy seven okay <laughs> so I mean yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, and then yeah, the moment that we all dreaded Finland and Sweden split screen, and then Graham said she needs at least hundred and eighty six points. I was like cal- calculating in my head, <laughs> she should be getting somewhere around two hundred, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and then you know the moment, yeah, I cried. Relief of stress, relief of happiness. I screamed. Everyone danced. Oh, it was amazing. It was a uh, true joy to 
uh, have this moment again. Mm. In like I have uh, four times in my lifetime. Yeah, correct. Say, <laughs> oh, just once. Bird. Okay. <laughs> no, so uh, but this was really uh, exciting as well. Mm. Yeah, uh, well deserved. We and the uh, most streamed hit one. Yeah. Well deserved. That's the thing. The biggest hit one. And yeah. that's facts on facts, America and Europe. Uh, Craig, thoughts? Lorene, winner? Ugh, Philip, Chicken dinner? Philip, I wish you could have seen Joachim. Like, as soon as Graham said two, like, Joachim hit, <laughs> hit the floor. I literally, like, <laughs> on my knees with the flag over my head going, oh! It's someone recording I wish I had. You have. Yeah. I was just, I was just stood there going, <laughs> I felt like, but I felt like I had won as well. Because mm. obviously oh. I, I live here and we've followed the whole Lorene thing since Mellow. So I felt yeah. like oh, I've, this is a victory for me as well. Yeah, yeah. it is. You can uh, claim it. Yeah. So, mm. but no, I thought. Deserving. Yeah, for mm. sure. I mean, I love that she's the second person to win twice, the first woman to win twice, mm-hmm. one of the very few winners of colour. Um, yeah. Preach. No. And also, uh, let us say a more, in, in Eurovision terms, a more senior winner as well. I mean, she's yeah. not old. She's 39. But I mean, in Eurovision standards, that's that's old. That's old. Yeah. Uh, and she's a woman. We haven't had a female winner since Netta. True. True. So I mean, it's been it's been a couple of years. Um, and of that, like, please name me the last person of color one. I I would Was take that Estonia. I would take a hazard and say Estonia. Hazard, I guess. Sorry, say Estonia. Yeah. Yeah. Estonia. Two thousand and one. Yeah. In Denmark. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Let's na, 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 the shit song. Uh um, through all the winners. I don't yeah. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> uh yeah. And also I saw that the uh also winning with the lowest uh, number in the starting order. Yes, since actually we won the last time. I, no. Or is it like Mons in 2015? Mm-hmm. Number 10. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and this was, she was ninth, with, mm-hmm. which, I mean, obviously we can just, like, looking at the, the scoreboard for the final, we can see that obviously running order is affecting of the amount of votes you get. Look at Austria, for example, who mm-hmm. was big favorite maybe i can't remember the betting odds but i think they were at least up there um coming second in the semi-final and then have to go first and then ending up in 15th like clearly running order has an impact on the amount of votes you get but she beat that mm-hmm. with a memorable number yeah um yeah, I, I don't have anything to add, really. I just I was just so effing happy. 
yes yeah same here. for her and for uh mostly for her because i felt yeah. that she had a lot of things against her um especially from the fandom from day one that she won Melfest. from day one they love her but they don't want her to win again i don't know it's so like they love the song we won the fan pool you know mm. it's crazy why are they so hateful that's a good point we won the oga e poll mm-hmm but still all this hate also but i mean i think it's also because it's sweden there's yeah. so much anti-sweden in the fandom and i'm it's just like well do you know what you'll do better if you send better so just get over it yeah it's about like hitting that sweet spot which sweden which italy as well has done with doing well with the juries and doing well with the public vote because that's what you need to do that's the point of the competition it's 50 50 votes honey and if you don't like it well i'm sorry watch idol like give me a break we need to since we came up on the topic like i know we've been going on for days and this will probably be a two-part episode so i feel like (laughs) no one's gonna listen to us ranting on for two hours uh I stayed away from social media immediately uh, after we won. I'm going to say we because, yeah, we won, daddy. Because uh, I knew that there, the backlash was going to be was gonna be there, present, very much so. And I couldn't notice, uh, Craig, you were, like, scrolling through and mentioning some things to me. And I was like... All right, yeah, I'm not gonna pay attention, pay them bitches no mind. Uh, but then I started on the Monday in my like post Eurovision depression going at it, and I was like, all right, here we go. And I just wanted to talk and discuss about some of the points, quotation marks, like points that people are making on why she is not the winner and really we shouldn't pay it no attention but i just feel like i need to vent personally to like just get it off my chest and i have some things to say yeah Mm -hmm. i think we all do yeah all right so yeah i saw some some of the main things or pointer pointers that people made online uh about lorraine winning uh and let's talk about them (laughs) (laughs) firstly uh obviously she made this traditional like post and this is where i found most of the comments under or all the comments really because that was the only one i could stomach myself to look at her accept or like thank you post on the official eurovision instagram uh, right after she won, it was on stage in Liverpool, and she was like, "Oh, I want to thank everyone. I want to thank you guys, and la 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 la." And obviously, then a lot of the comments were, if you've seen them, were like, "Don't thank us. Thank the juries. You're not the real winner. Uh, we didn't vote for you." And just like this amount of hate 
I have to point out there was love as well and a lot of hearts, a lot of Swedish flags and a lot of we love you queen and all that. Um, but sadly, as a person that I think we all are who's grown up with social media and we pay attention to the negative stuff and that was what I was doing when I read the comments and I just feel like we need to address them. And this whole thing of like not being the real winner is to me so absurd because she won. There's math, people. Add one plus one equals two. Like you need to win with the juries and you need to win with the public vote. She got second. She got a good a very good score with the televotes. And of course, some people did not vote for her, Finland, but everyone else did vote for her. Every single country in Eurovision Song Contest 2023 put up their phone and voted for her. That are facts. Sure, she didn't get as much votes as Finland, but she got enough votes for her to become second in the televotes, giving her the win because she got first with the juries. What are we arguing about here? Like, what is happening? Were people going crazy bananas when Jamala won and didn't win the televotes? Were they going absolutely obnoxious and nasty towards Duncan Lawrence when he didn't win the televotes? Where was the hate then? Like, what is going on here? Tell, please explain someone. Like, I don't get it. Maybe I wasn't, because I loved Arcade. Not loved, it wasn't my favorite. But I enjoyed Arcade and I thought that was a, a good winner. I absolutely didn't love Jamola. I thought that was a rotten winner. I thought it should be Russia or Australia. That's it. And Russia won the televote that year. And Norway won it when Duncan uh, won. But were but was the same hate there? I don't know if you guys remember. I didn't. I wasn't that into Instagram back then. But like, was it the same hate towards Jamala or Duncan, who didn't win the televote? No, I think the fans have been becoming more invested and more hate on social media, especially nasty, nasty and also especially like in the pre-parties. Oh, you can cannot sing. You have seen with the Netherlands, uh, crazy San Marino. Like San Marino. Yeah. Uh, so... There's yeah. no respect. There's zero respect. Yeah. They, as RuPaul says, they don't pay your bills. <laughs> yes. Do pay the bitches no man. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't know why, but I, it's just social media. Uh, it's very nasty. I hope uh, Eurovision comes out with a statement or whatever. This is not what we stand for. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. We have juries and televotes for a reason. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I'm very the happy. best song won overall is, the, is, as we said earlier, is the biggest hit won. What do we argue about? Is it mm. just because it's Sweden? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Mm. I'm very disappointed with the way that this fandom has reacted because for 
a contest that is, let's face it, enjoyed by and supported and propped up by mainly marginalised LGBT people who, you know, when in times where things are becoming worse for us in the world and more than ever we should be sticking together mm. and all everyone's doing is tearing lumps out of each other and being horrible when this fandom I think it used to be nicer mm. and I don't know if it's is it a newer generational thing I think where sorry. everyone's grown up with social media and it's just the norm to troll all the time like I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting. It would have been interesting to see the reaction if we had social media when Johnny Logan won twice. You know, mm. um, but I'm I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with the comments. I'm sick of people saying, um, either it was okay, but she shouldn't have won, or just out and out that it should have been Finland that the victory was stolen, that the juries were bought that there's a conspiracy theory that because it's 50 years since ABBA won that it was going to go to Sweden anyway. It's, it's, like, that, it's yeah. like, if you believe that, you'll believe anything. Mm. I, bet, I bet you these people are also anti, anti-vaxxers. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's just so... and That's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast, honey. This is not political. Especially on the plagiarism thing. Yeah, we, we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to touch on what you said about it being stolen from her. I want to quote Katya Samolochikova from RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 2 when she got a lot of fans coming to her being like, oh, um, this is RuPaul's Drag Race, if you if I didn't mention. Uh, like, oh, uh, the crown was stolen from you when you didn't win RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 2. And she was like, what do you mean stolen? I never had it. It never, ha- it never was mine to begin with. It was no one's. And spoiler alert, Alaska won. Like, it was never mine. It was never Finland's to begin with. Like, what do you mean stolen? Like, it was anyone's to get. And... It's very interesting as well. Marine crowned it. It's very interesting as well when everyone's now calling for the, the juries to be abolished. But if it was the other way around and Caria had won on jury votes, they wouldn't, said, they wouldn't be saying that. Nothing. You know, it's like you can't, it's the same every year. The televote has to be abolished or the juries have to be abolished just because your favourite didn't win. It's like, no, it's not a perfect system, but like, I think back to the days when it was pure televote and I think the contest was so much less enjoyable. Because mm. if you think about it this year, fucking Poland would have been eighth if it was televote only. And that wouldn't have been fair. Would you love that? Poland, eighth? And Spain Bye. lost. Spain. <laughs> Spain lost, yeah. What about that, Spanish fans? Would you like that? No. Um, I was also going to touch on, like... Um, before we dive in, because there's we're going to touch on that as well with the, with the juries. Yeah. Can I just say something else also? I saw um, Luke Black arriving back in Serbia, and um, they asked him what he thought, and he said that he would have preferred Caria to win, and that he thinks the people should decide. The people in Serbia did not pick him to go to Eurovision. He came second in the public vote. Yeah. So, ram it. Oh, that's fucking... What, what, are, he so, what are you on about? <laughs> 
Like you wouldn't have been there in the bit too. Okay, okay, let's not. Uh, <laughs> I was saying in the beginning before we started this, like, yeah, it was hate online, but I would say that we experienced hate, not not hate. It wasn't like attacking us, but I felt the feeling in both the arena watching it and watching it back as well. And in the Euro Club where we spent the final was that it hindered me from celebrating because I felt like I didn't deserve this or Sweden didn't deserve this, which is so upsetting to me. How can you be so petty? Like, oh, you've won so many times or whatever your point is. Like, well, you know what, babes? We have one because we're fucking good at this. And this is not like I'm speaking now in 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 on like a podcast where it's just uh, one of my best friends and my boyfriend. But it's like I can be candid. I would never as a Swede say that we are good at what we're doing because that, that's not the Swedish jantelag. That's not what we do. But you know what? We're fucking good at Eurovision. And so be it, we can win four times during the lifetime that I've enjoyed this lovely time on earth. Like, yes, we can. And just fucking do better then. That's what I want to say, but I know that that's super five during my lifetime. Corolla, you forget them. Oh, I always forget Corolla. Sorry, Corolla. <laughs> he was not old. <laughs> I remember four. I remember four, all right? Uh, no, so yeah, five true uh no it's just like oh besides the point uh, i just feel like it's so i just felt uncomfortable to be honest during that night being like because i wanted to wave my fucking flag being like woo we did it but then you had those people who actually came up to us or to me being like i don't think you should have won and it's like firstly who the fuck are you Secondly, I don't give a shit. Thirdly, well, we did. Fourthly, does your opinion matter? Sadly not. Like, what is the deal? I think as the jury votes came in, it, the, it was quite palpable that the atmosphere was turning sour. And yeah. I, f- I felt like at times I was the only person cheering when Lorene was getting 12s. Yes, because obviously the crowd in the arena and also in the club was not with Sweden, um, and I also I also think it was incredibly rude and disrespectful of the crowd to chant cha 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 every time she got a twelve. I think it was incredible. Or Israel got a twelve. They yeah. did that when they got a twelve as well. I think it was also incredibly disrespectful to chant cha 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 and Caria when other countries were getting their televote points. Um, yeah. I think the crowd. Really, I, th- I think they should be ashamed of themselves because that's not what this competition is about. It's about unity and inclusivity and friendliness and supporting each other. And the energy was just off. And mm. I really think they should be quite ashamed of themselves because that was not it. Um, I would also like to give a special shout out to the two fat cunts <laughs> from the UK that turned around to tell Joachim that Sweden shouldn't have won. Um us as UK fans, especially this year, are not in a position to say who should or shouldn't have won because we came second last. And also, a massive fuck you 
for spoiling part of his evening. It's not on, and I really... I would have, in hindsight, I would have climbed over that table and punched both of you because it was so fucking rude. Anyway, I hope you're happy with your small fat cunt life. <laughs> and look who turned number one on UK Spotify. You fucking bitches. Uh, no, let's not get petty. <laughs> but I, I feel the frustration and I agree with the frustration. But like, let's just look at the hard cold facts as we said before she is the biggest hit we can we we can repeat that over and over again but i think sadly some people will just be like well he won the televote he won the televote well yeah you know what that doesn't even fucking matter really because you need to win both we've said that and we can just go on and on about that but like it's the rules of the game, really. And also, do uh, correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but do Ulla really want to spend 20 million euro to host us next year? Ulla. Ulla. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if we're going to talk positive about, because we haven't, I, I don't want to talk down Caria really, because he's not behind this hate. I hope he hasn't said anything about it publicly, but I think he should. Uh, but I think Finland is on something good with their national selection. They're going to win soon anyway. Yeah. I mean, we loved it. Yeah. Those seven, eight songs. I mean, dare I say UMK is coming for being the best national selection. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think, I enjoyed every single song in that national selection. So, I mean, just, like, fucking cheer up. Like, honestly. Uh, you touched on plagiarism earlier. Mm. Um, there has been a lot of comments saying that, oh, this is a rip-off song. The tattoo is like a copy of this. Is it a Ukrainian song or mm, something? Some shit. And yeah, I've also seen that. Yeah, uh, but I don't pay any attention to that. No, I it's have like, not heard that song. <laughs> no, I've never heard it either. And it's like oh. you know what? There's I. I feel like I have two points of this. It's like, well, this is the most watched entertainment program in the world uh, and this wouldn't be like the first time they've heard the song if they were so keen on claiming plagiarism where's the lawsuits like where's the fucking lawsuit where's the proof like you know sue her then sue her you know secondly try nowadays 2023 to create a song that doesn't sound similar to any other song we've talked about it not on the podcast but we've talked about it before we started recording Katia was heavily accused as well for plagiarism for his song Cha 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 and it's also very convenient that everyone has forgotten that now while they're throwing shit at Lorraine yeah. they've, conven- they've conveniently forgotten and I point you towards We Got the Moves by Electric Cowboy we got the moves. Electric. It's the fucking same, yeah. even down to the haircut. It's the same. So, I mean, 
you can throw that bullshit both ways. And Norway know? this year? Norway this year. Hello, Clara Hammarström is like, where's my fucking royalty, bitch? Po, 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 <laughs> po, 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 you know? Uh, I mean, even the Swedish commentators made a point of that. Like, this, and you just heard Clara, sorry, Alessandra. <laughs> like, that was funny. It wasn't like a dig or anything, but like... Clearly, songs are taking inspirations, and clearly, nowadays, it's hard to make a song that doesn't sound like anything else. And sure, some songs may sound very similar to some other song, but in that case, go to court then. Get the proof. Get the fucking lawsuit. Get the royalty back and call it a day. But without us having that proof, we can't point the blame. Yeah. Also, quite quite amusing that the uh, the top song on Finnish Spotify right now is the one that apparently Lorraine plagiarized. Um, um, yeah, I think that's. Is it really number one on Spotify right now? Yeah. Jesus. You know, it's so in Finland. Yeah. But it's just it's it's convenient when it's you know when it suits people's narrative to forget that Cha 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 also have the copies of other things. Um, also, I do wonder if a lot of the uh, hatred from the Finnish fans comes from the fact that they got beaten by Sweden. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know y'all Nordics aren't the best of friends, really. So we support each other in hard times, <laughs> but when it comes down to business, you know, yeah. it's game time. It's game time. Uh, so let me throw out a conspiracy theory that's been going on on Instagram and social media. Philip, what do you say if I say that we won the jury vote only because next year will be 50 years since ABBA won Eurovision, and that's why we won the tele- jury vote? No. Uh, when we celebrated... Um, some years with ABBA, we had the, I think it was in Turkey, mm. ABBA celebrated maybe 25 years since the contest. And then they did a sketch for, for ABBA. So ABBA would even have been an interval actor sketch mm. in that mm. Eurovision, even because it's Eurovision history. So, yeah. I mean, Charlotte Pirelli must have wrecked the voting as well when she won, because that was 25 years after ABBA. So she must have done the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so silly. Like, why? I I just find that argument being like, okay, so if the juries are so easy to buy, then why don't countries do it every year? Why don't this claim come to towards um, shit, who won last year? You uh, who won the the jury vote last year? Uh, The UK. The UK. Did you did y'all buy the votes? <laughs> Does anyone ever vote for us? Of course not. No. Did Austria buy the votes back in 2018? Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah. You that was shit. I <laughs> was shit. You know, apparently that song was offered to the UK. North Macedonia. Oh. Proud. <laughs> North Macedonia. Did they buy did they have the money to buy all the jury votes? people i mean like gbu even though i feel like just put out stuff in the universe to get click get clickbait 
get people talking, you know, it's mm. and get it's, me fucking upset. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> Two what do you want in. from me, people? <laughs> do you want me to go like leave Lorene alone? But, but I mean they, so they want Lorene to go out. Sorry guys, I did not deserve this. I gave this to Carrier. I mean that's never that's what happen. they want. Would they be happy then? I mean that would be a pity win, so I mean no. The thing is, these are the same people that will be here in March for the medal final. These are the same people that will be climbing over each other to get tickets for Eurovision next year. And but mm. you know what? See if you hate Sweden and you hate Lorraine that much, just don't come. Yeah. Don't come. Yeah, stop watch the show. Don't need your negativity. Yeah. Because this has been we talked about um, there is a lot of Finnish people that put in out this in the universe. A lot of Finnish people. And like hardcore Eurovision fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and many of them are like, okay, um, you shouldn't be able to win via the jury. Get rid of the juries. Only have, because we touched on that when we talked a bit about um, when the we only had televotes back in between 2003 and 2008. It was only televotes in Eurovision. And honestly, I would say that period for a lot of those years, I stopped watching Eurovision because that's obviously a very personal opinion. But I didn't enjoy it. It was so predictable. It was predictable. And it was also the quality of songs. You could never tell me that one of those years was a vintage year. I mean, we've looked at most of them through Eurovision again. And 2006 oh, was good, in fairness. Who won then? Um, Lordy. Lordy, but the rest of the songs were, it was a good year. Mm. But yeah. otherwise, I think it was also, you know, certain countries could have sent anything and they would have been guaranteed points because yeah. it was, you know, all televotes. Because you won because you were an act or a sketch, not maybe the best song. Exactly, exactly. And let's not forget, like, us televoters are no better than the juries. We also vote for our neighbours. We also vote for... Uh, the diaspora, you know, I voted, diaspora. I voted 15 times for the UK in the final just because I could. That well, still, we didn't give you any televotes. I'm no, sorry. but maybe that moved her up from 25th to 24th in the Swedish televote. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Yay, little things in life. Uh, no, but I just I think that talking about the juries, we need that. Sure, they there could. Obviously, or obviously, I don't know. Maybe there could be a bigger diversity in what who consists of, who are a part of the jury. Or have 10 people rather than five. Yeah, make it bigger uh, or something like that. But I feel like we need a jury because us public votes we don't always know what the best song is. And I can, because I don't always agree with the jury, but I can see what they see in a song, you know? 
but clearly this year like that has gone out the window and people are just like why did they vote for that well clearly staging vocals song like the full package because that's what they look at you know artistry like yeah because we don't do that as humans or as normal humans and of course they're also humans but they're supposed to be there as professionals and i feel like they have done that all through the years for example this year with estonia they saw something that we didn't see they saw great vocals they didn't pay attention to the lyrics because that's not a criteria that they need to look on they saw a a good staging and a well-done performance whereas i would never vote for estonia but i can see why it's there because it's like yeah it was a decent yeah, and, and look at Melfest. Dis- yes, it, Melfest as well. And also, then I it mean, would not be Cornelia; it will be Bagge. And then, oh God, Jesus. I think that's it's also interesting as well. And we say this before that at Melo you have the international jury because it gives you a flavour of what is going to do well mm. at Eurovision. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the international jury wanted Lorraine at Melo. Mm. And that translated to Eurovision. That's just what happened. But, I mean, yeah. I would also say I didn't expect her to get so many jury points. I didn't think it would be as much as that. And and f- from that angle, I can understand why people are maybe a bit upset. But that's just how they voted. Yeah. But no, but, I didn't. But also, it feels like, okay, like when Australia won. You remember? She got a lot of uh, jury points and was number one. She was leading with a lot. Yeah. But mm. then she didn't get any televotes. But Sweden did. Yeah. Yeah. People mm. are people are acting like she came twenty second in the televote. She came second. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with that. No. Two hundred and forty three is the second amount of televotes. And if we're talking about that again, there was only one country who didn't give us any televotes. The Swedish televote gave 12 points to Finland. Finland's televotes, on the other hand, thanks to a shady commentator saying, just before Lorene got up on stage, you can also vote tactically. Finland gave us zero points in the televotes. The only country to not award Is this proven that he said this? He said this, yeah, okay. it's it's for sure, it's for sure, uh, and he 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 didn't mention anything. He just said it like like a statement. You can vote tactically, and clearly, after Lorene and Tattoo ending up on spot number second on Spotify in Finland, she should have gotten some televotes from Finland as well, because clearly. They enjoy the song. And she's still up there in Finland in the top 10. So what's up with that? So televotes are equally shady and weird as our Eurovotes. Yeah. So we need some sort of... Regulation. Balance. Yes. Then you can ban Finland for next, next year, for the public for not voting. You did not exactly. vote according to the voting pattern. How come you didn't your... vote? Because let me tell you, let's look at the semi-final. Uh, in the semi-final, Finland gave us five. 
at least as some scores, you know, but then to going from nothing, it's it's. But they really also know Lorraine is the biggest the biggest threat to carrier. They're not stupid. Yeah. Obviously, obviously. But Sweden did not do that. We held our head high and vote. We for gave the her best. Song. We gave Katia top scores both in the jury mm-hmm. and the televote. So, so we should feel proud. Yes, absolutely. Uh, lastly, I would like to say uh, we touched on it a bit before uh, when it comes to all the negative critiques or the comments online is which I find the the most hurtful and the nastiest is the personal attacks on on her. Uh, I saw comments both in English, uh, in Hebrew from Israel, uh, in many different languages, just being plain up, straight up nasty towards Lorene and her as a person. And I just find that to be something, as you were saying, like this community full of fucking gays and lesbians and bisexuals and transsexuals. And like, we know what it feels like to be called names. Why the hell would you do that? And call her a bitch or a fucking liar or whatever, like all of the alphabet, like why? I just find it so, ugh, that made me for a while be like, you know what? This is over. Like, we're not doing this anymore. Fuck Eurovision. And for people to get me that far, to like, get me to like, question one of my, or my, the biggest like hobby is like, then you need to go deep. And they clearly fucking did. And I just find it so sad really like what person are you what person are you sitting behind your fucking screen you're behind your telephone being like oh we don't love you bitch oh you're fucking ugly blah 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 blah. like the racism as well the racism can we talk about that for a while like please like i'm asking i don't i don't think he's listening but katia please say something because you've been dead silent since you came last dead silent about this hate yeah i think he should say something or eurovision overall yeah that this is not acceptable at all still that hasn't come and i don't know if it's because of what if it's she's a woman or if it's because it's sweden or if she won already so they're like oh she's fine she's good like but but also we got to remember there is maybe more love for lorene and sweden than is expressed on social media just look at how many people greeted her in stockholm on the monday or the tuesday when she got back thousands of people so and i know i i hope uh i listened to a radio interview of hers this morning and she sounded i mean i love her she sounded so happy she sounded genuine she sounded so grounded and i think that comes from from age really yeah yeah. she has been through some bullshit and she's just like you know what like because they asked her front and center like uh what do you think about the criticism that 
you won, but you didn't win the televote. And she honestly, I think she played a bit stupid. Uh, I'm gonna you know, take the benefit of the doubt on that one. But like, uh, she was just like, well, darling, I don't know the rules. <laughs> and I just find that like the best fucking answer. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what? I still won. So. And also, as we said many times this long podcast, <laughs> it's the game. You need to get jury and televotes. Yes, it is the game. Don't have don't hate the player. Hate the game. Also, uh, she's just announced that she's going on tour, so we should go. Oh yeah, we should definitely go. Yeah, but she has more love than is, is expressed on social media. I think. Absolutely. Uh, it's just so interesting that when you um, when they accuse the same people that accuse her of plagiarizing, say that um, Finland song was inspired by other things, not copied, inspired. You know, oh, right. Make it make sense. It was, it was as... before Melfest as well. This Mika Newton, whatever yeah. she was called, and oh, it yeah. didn't go anywhere. No, but it's funny how you know, it's funny how people change. People uh, change the way that they word and phrase things just so as long as it suits their narrative, you know. Mm. Yeah. All right, girls, should we look to the future and leave this negativity behind and yes. just say, Lorene, we love you, deserved fucking winner. Yeah. And we love Kadia. We love Kadia as well. Great job. All right, girls, we are going to Sweden in 2020. Well, we are in Sweden. We're <laughs> so not going anywhere, honey. You don't uh, have to be. Hey, uh, oh, let's, let's see what we're adding up. If we, exactly. <laughs> that was my one of my the second to last point that we had for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> two and a half hours later. Um Next year, obviously, thanks to Loreen and Tattoo, we are going to Sweden in 2024. And we did a little poll on our Instagram and asked our listeners and followers, where do you think we should go? And don't, don't sneak peek. 57% said Stockholm. What do us three queens here, uh, do we agree? Well, I think seeing as we wrecked and bought the, the win, it's only <laughs> right that it should go to Stockholm. So, yeah. no, I We're think it will go to Stockholm uh, when you look at uh, the potential uh, stadium, like the stadium where to host it. Mm. Like the Scandinavian uh, in Gothenburg. I would love it to be in the Gothenburg, Scandinavian Gothenburg cannot hold no. a Eurovision uh, stage-wise. Malmö can, but do we want to go to Malmö? I don't mind, but... Uh, you live nearby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but then I think, as we discussed uh, yesterday, Joachim, was that okay, maybe then a lot of things will happen in Copenhagen. People will go there instead and stay in Malmö then Stockholm is the best option. You have different arenas, but also Stockholm is huge compared <laughs> to these other cities. I read the other day that Malmö 
when they hosted last time was quite disappointed with the amount of money that they made from it. And I do wonder if that's because so many people stayed in Copenhagen instead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because um, I saw some preliminary figures about how many people visited Liverpool, and it was 500,000 people. That's a lot of people to accommodate for, like, hotels, flights, um, just like, stuff even, to do. Even just people yeah. that came into town. like the, Yeah. The figures were, they projected 100,000, and mm. it was five times more. Yeah. But now it's cheaper to stay in Sweden than in Denmark, so maybe that's... A... Mm. True. I mean, the crown is shit, so you're fucking welcome. Yeah. No, but uh, I really hope it's Stockholm. Uh, I think Stockholm did it well last time. Uh, they could do it even more. Mm, mm. Uh, I think but I really love that it was in Lubben, they had the second arena where we were in Tele2 to watch yeah. it on a big screen and drink and have a party Yeah, uh, they had Eurovillage in Kungstegården which is amazing and then oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of things happening in the city mm. you have the ABBA museum <laughs> you have that I mean perfect uh, for the Abiversary, so you know. I mean, they've well, already they've already said they're not turning up at Eurovision. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, peeps. Abba's not coming, and we rigged it all for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole budget is going to get the holograms from London to the Eurovision. Stage. Oh, we can have the hologram! Yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second in our poll was Gothenburg with twenty-two, uh, Malmo with nineteen, and then we I. We threw in a fourth option, other city, 2%. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of hockey arenas, but does any other city really have the capacity? Well... For all the visitors and hotels? And... No. Probably not. I mean, I saw today that Örnsköldsvik, uh, try to say that three times fast if you're not from Sweden, uh, up in the north of Sweden, or actually the middle of Sweden to be honest uh they have they honestly want to wants to make a bid and uh, they have a fairly large hockey arena that could probably accommodate like something in in about like 10 to 11,000 similar to Liverpool but then there's the issue of hotels like accommodation how do you get there and how do you get there you need to travel to Stockholm and then take a flight up there or train <laughs> oh, oh well have fun sleeping on that train also yeah. won't, it be, won't it be freezing there next May anyway? <laughs> it will be freezing but it will be very bright because mm. it's up north so it mm. will be sunlight like all day yeah like compared to UK that have several different cities that could host Sweden mm. don't have that option <laughs> no we have three really to be honest uh, we asked our followers also to pick a arena then in Stockholm. And the winner, this must have changed since I last checked, um, was Tele2 Arena with 35%. Close second was Friends Arena with 32%. Uh, Avicii Arena or Globen, as we all know it uh, from previous years, uh, 24%. And then other venue, maybe an exhibition hall or something, uh, 9%. So people are wanting to go to Tele2. 
And I, I would, I think actually, because I voted, <laughs> I think I picked Chelsea as well. I picked no. <laughs> I mean, global. Your team, I want to be close to home. <laughs> yeah, I want to walk. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Globin's going to be closed anyway, so that's a no-go. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Globin, uh, if you didn't know, they are renovating Globin or Avicii Arena for the whole of 2024. So, literally, Globin is out of the running. Yeah. It's not going to be Globin. Yeah. It's going to be, if it's in Sweden or in Stockholm, uh, it's going to be Friends or Teletu. And in that case... I think it's most likely, actually, after thinking about it a couple of days, it's going to be friends. It would just be nice to have a, a better chance to get tickets, you know, a bigger venue. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you want a ship ticket, you can sit up highest up, you know? Yeah. You can just look at the screens. Like, we've had small venues for the last few years, so maybe it's time to go back to a bigger one. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we also asked, if it wasn't in Stockholm, which other venue would you prefer? And um, for you, Philip, I'm happy to announce that Malmö Arena won with 50%. Mm. Uh, Scandinavium was second with 47 And then uh, we just threw in uh, Svenska Messan in Gothenburg, which is, they actually applied for Eurovision. They were in the running for Eurovision in 2013, uh, but eventually didn't get it. But I thought it would be, would be. How many people can that take? Um, I think it's around, it's under 10,000, maybe like Mm -hmm. nine, eight. So that would be a very small Eurovision. Yeah, absolutely. Remove capacity for the stage and the green yeah. room. And, yeah, you know. yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be um, a big vision. Uh, no. Not at all. No. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I. What do we hope? I'm hoping for now. I'm thinking friends, friends arena. Well, yeah, that would be fun. Then we can get tickets. <laughs> yes, and I mean, SVT. You know. They do mellow there every year. They have the run of it. They know what they're doing with it. Mm. You just need to find a way to secure it for six weeks, I suppose. Yeah. yeah that's the cost. <laughs> yeah, we need to pay the football team that plays there, Oikor. Um, yeah, but they, they yeah, or vice versa, in Tele2. <laughs> yeah, but then there's two teams. Yeah, man, it's a, who yeah. gives an F? <laughs> it's your vision. Your vision it n- doesn't come that often. Oh, wait, we're Sweden, it comes every five years. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's gonna be fun, it's in Sweden, so whatever. Yeah, uh, Philip, did you mention uh, wh- where would you prefer which city and arena? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would... you could stay at your mom's place and live, yeah, like, the, the, I, I, I don't accept her. I'm coming one week <laughs> in May. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. She's like, oh, so fun. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you, you won't see me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I feel personally, uh, there's like two ways. I, it will be lovely to be in Stockholm for one week and just don't, just don't be at home. But mm. then like uh, Malmö end of May is 
nice. The weather is better in Stockholm generally. Yeah, true. Uh, if you want to go to Copenhagen, you can, but mm. uh, I hope the city uh, can do it better than they did last year to have bigger events, more shit happening, you know? Yeah. Around the city. Yeah. I would like to just say that obviously I would prefer Stockholm, but I wouldn't mind if Gothenburg and Scandinavium sort out the roof and the arena so they can, what do you say, like um, stand the weight of um, uh, all the equipment that Mm -hmm. needs to be in the roof. I wouldn't mind for Gothenburg to have it because I feel like they haven't had it in a long time and it would be nice and Gothenburg is nice and I you haven't been <laughs> selfish point of view I still haven't been so that would be nice yeah you've never this been to nice. Gothenburg no no <gasps> yeah, it's a lovely city it's quite similar to Liverpool yeah harbor yeah. Mm-hmm. it's harbor a small city, city. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at accommodation in Gothenburg though but <laughs> on those week <laughs> hi <laughs> mm. Expansivo. Yeah. But when do you think it will be announced? Because when Sweden had hosted it before, it was in July, beginning of August. And the other countries, yeah, SVT Mm. announced it uh, July or August. I think it'll be earlier this year because it's more certain that, well, they know that it's going to be in Sweden for a start. Yeah. It's not like, you know, with the BBC, it was quite late because they had to agree to it and then run the bidding process. So, you know, there's less less cities to choose from here. So I think, yeah, I think you're right, Philip, probably some point in the summer. Oh, you think that's soon? I'm not sure it will be that early. Uh, I'm trying to see when they announced uh, it last year uh, or the last time just to see what, like, 8th of July. Oh, so that's that's early. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Um, wow. So maybe sometime after midsummer then, which is the 23rd of June. Um, wow. But I right. also the talk the talk within internally within SVT has already begun before Eurovision happening because we won the we were the big favorite to win. So yeah, I think they've been they've been planning for a while, and obviously we bribed the juries, so you know yeah, we we knew. we knew back in March <laughs> that we were going to win. Yeah, um, I read today that the uh, supposed date for the final is the eighteenth of May. Eighteenth of May. Yeah. So when but, is Christy Flyger? It's tomorrow next year. Ascension yeah. Day. Uh, so it's nine. Oh, that's the week. That's the week. Yeah, that's the week before. So you will have a long weekend, and then oh, that would be good actually. Oh, that would be lovely. So uh, Ascension is oh, on so the ninth. So you will have like um, one and a half week, a short yeah. week, and then the next week off. Oh, that's lovely. Let's pray for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on in the conspiracy theories, or not conspiracy theories, but like um, predictions. I want name of hosts. Hosts. Because next time, when we will be recording again, probably, we will be full in when we know all the manifest acts and everything. Mm-hmm. So what, who do you think will host? Uh, there is going to be a duo or 
trio. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of them is Sayadon Finer. She has been uh, in the running. And yeah. I think she's a good name to bring back. She can do Linda Woodrup sketch. She can sing. And that's something that Sweden wants as well to incorporate Musical. the yeah. uh, the uh, the host in the interval acts or in the opening number. Yeah. I do not want Mons. I'm a little bit tired of him. He's everywhere. Agree. Agree. Um, Edward can uh, the commentator for Sweden can uh, write this the show the script. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, mm -hmm. if yeah. it's available, then. Uh, I don't know if I want Petra. I think maybe Sweden wants to go in a different route and Petra is in a contract with a different network at the moment. So mm. uh, maybe I would love to see Gina back from Melfest. Oh, that would be good. She's would... professional and she is, uh, yeah, mm. she's a good representative of Sweden. She can sing, she's funny. She's fabulous. I have it. I have the trio. I have the trio for you. I have Saradon Feiner, Gina De Ravi, and Koju Akolor. Yeah. Koju is, he's great with his English. He can, he can do sketches. He's funny. He can do accents, both in uh, rather you want it like uh, British English, American English, Jamaican English, yeah. and, uh, Ghanaian English. Like he is, he, oh God. Okay, that's my, that's my dream trio right now. Uh, you said, we talked earlier about Farah Abadi. I don't think her English is good enough. Well, have you been? Have you? Did you see two thousand and seventeen? Ooh, shade in the late hours. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. Probably not, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think you just expect Swedes to speak better English. That's all. Um, Would you like Petra? No. No. No, that's been done. Yeah, two times. I mean, I would, I would actually like to see Farah because I think she's really good. I just, from what I've heard of her in English, I don't think that the grammar is the best. But I mean, you can fix that in a year. That's not a problem. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I also don't. She's really professional. She's funny. I agree. And I don't feel like I can really pass comment so much on this because I don't know. Would you like Mons? No, no, no. That's been done. Um, I don't no Swedish presenters quite as much as like when you when the, the presenters were announced for this year and I think you were a bit like I'm, I'm I kind of might know who Alicia Dixon is but I don't know too much you know whereas I was like oh well that's a good choice I know her um it's kind of on to my feet. but um but it's gonna be like they want to bring a familiar face from Melfest mm, because like so. Eurovision Fest watch Melfest and I don't you know I don't even think Jesper would be a bad choice again. Hmm. Oh, maybe Jesper. Yeah, so Sana maybe... Nilsson, she hosted Alson Puskansen. Oh, mm -hmm. Sana. Yeah, that could be a good choice as well. True. They have yeah. choices. They ha we Let's have choices. hope they pick the right ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm no doubt. I think they will pick the right one. I think they've, in recent years, if you just look at Melfest, they've done. They made the right decisions. I think they did a great decision with Farah and Jesper. Uh, I think they did a great decision with Oscar and uh, Farah as a sidekick as well. Um, yeah, I think they made good decisions in the last years of Melfest, and obviously it's going to be the same people behind Eurovision 2024 uh, as in Melfest. Mm. So um, I would veto uh, Gina Dravi. Veto her. I don't. I don't think she's funny, and I think her voice is really annoying. Sorry. All right. Wow. And on that now, see you next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe, but maybe I'll be like, maybe it'll be Danny or something. You never know. Oh no! Okay. I veto. 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 No. Veto. No. No. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just throwing that. Robin Bates. Robin Bates. God. I mean, well. I mean, it will be something for I mean, the girls I mean, and gays to look at. I mean, if that happens, the apartment will be covered in jizz for a week. But, um... <laughs> Robert Fuchs from Drag Race. <gasps> oh, a drag queen as hosting. I mean, if we want to piss off Eastern Europe. Yes, work. Uh, last note, before we finish... Uh, we can l- listen back to this then uh, when we are talking in March 2024. What kind of song would you like Sweden to send as a host country? We got really nothing to lose. We're can in the I final say, already. Yeah, and this yeah. I have thought about. I w- would love Sweden just to give no fucks. Just mm. send whatever. Send something crazy. Uh, yeah, something in Swedish. I don't know. Samir Victor. Yeah, don't rely so much on... But it's all... I don't know. They really have to do some thinking <laughs> in mm. Melfest. So we, were, we were critical when we finished the Melfest season. Yeah. About the... Still. Yeah, still. Uh, about the... Um, not only the quality of the songs, but the type of songs that we had, except Tattoo. I think this is the year where I would like something that is current on the pulse in Swedish, like what we have in the Swedish charts right now. And it doesn't necessarily have to do well because you're hosting. Host country generally doesn't do well. And also... Let's see next year. (laughs) We do an island. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> two in a row. But um, some yeah, definitely. I want something in Swedish, something current, um, on trend. Like maybe something like um, Hannah Farm. Some maybe a, a song like she she has out these days. Um, and I mean, it doesn't really matter what it places because. Who, you know, you don't want to host two years in a row anyway. It's too much money for yeah. the broadcasters. So true. take a risk. I think Sweden can be quite rightly accused of not taking enough risks. So uh that's yeah. true. I want something yeah. in Swedish for sure. Yeah, I've been I've been saying that for I think at least like the two or three last years that we've been doing this podcast. I want something in Swedish, but that is quality. That's not 
I get what you're saying with like Hannah Farm. I don't want a ripoff of Hannah Farm, Veronica Maggio. I want something, but still with quality. Okay. You know, that's what that's what I mean. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like um, that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something in Swedish, and uh, I want a girl again. I can say and tell you that I want a girl again. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I hope that Karin, the uh, executive producer of the uh, competition part, steps her pussy up and. I mean, her job's secure for another year at least. She just won yeah. Eurovision, so. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm scared of. Also, we won your vision, so we don't have to change. But yeah, mm, yeah, Lorene is Lorene. Come on, yeah, yeah. I think she really, actually, she probably saved the season. Mm. To be fair, yeah, because I don't. As much as I liked it, I don't think we would be sitting with a victory if we had sent Marcus and Martinez. No, no, no. No, that would it would it would have gone to the final, but like we wouldn't have done well. I, I don't, don't know. Think. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't listened. You can listen to that song, but I don't listen to that song. I think we had would have done much better with Smash Into Pieces. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Maybe a rock song in Swedish next year. <laughs> please no no let's see we're in sweden we're in the finals so we don't have to be nervous <laughs> exactly yeah. uh last thing uh we didn't do any news when we started off but i just got to thinking we will have a new country at least one we don't know of any anymore but next year luxembourg is Ooh, coming welcome back, back. Yeah. I'm so happy that's very exciting yeah i like that uh and maybe they'll win next year maybe we'll go into luxembourg like do they in... have a venue i don't know yeah. i don't yeah, think they, so. have, they have also won five times before yeah but the uk has hosted every single time <laughs> or like not, not yeah. one of the times at least i did also read today that um apparently the Faroe islands are applying to join the ebu oh so we might have a riley again next year because what other artists do they have maybe they have plenty I don't know do we miss any of the countries that's not in Turkey, Bosnia I would uh, say Turkey North Macedonia, Montenegro uh, I would for Vladimir's sake I would say I definitely uh, Macedonia absolutely and I would say uh, yeah I, I like North Macedonia and Turkey if I mean, if the elections in Turkey pans out, it's not according. Well, let's see. Apparently, didn't the opposition though wasn't one of the promises to make a return to Eurovision? Yeah, they want to be back. So if if Erdogan loses, please, because he's a fucking dictator, um, we will see Turkey again, which will be lovely. I would love that. I miss Turkey. Maybe you would love it as well for the viewing fans. Uh, other than that, I I back in the days I enjoyed Bulgaria. Um, yeah, so. same here. But yeah, uh, no other countries. Really. Slovakia. 
No. No. Uh, don't mess hungry. hungry no, now. Not at all. We might lose a country as well. Australia. Their contract is ending. I know Craig famously said in our pre-Eurovision episode where we talked about Australia that they are not adding fuck all. <laughs> is that still your point or your opinion? I mean... Would you be sad if they didn't return? In... I wouldn't be super sad, but I don't think they should leave either. I mean, we, we need all the countries we can get. Yeah. It's a fun addition. Yeah, I would be sad if they... But they will never win. They had their chance back in 2016. You never know. I mean, they surprised us this year with a top 10 finish, so... That was because of the jury, okay? Well, we won because of the jury, so girl... No. <laughs> <laughs> and the televotes, honey. Like a highest televoting. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, ladies, we have been going on for uh, almost, what, three hours? Uh, fun. It was fun. I feel like we all needed to vent. And um, I feel all Eurovision out now. Yeah, come yeah. at me and come at me in the comments if you want. I'm yeah, come to, at us. I'm ready to argue with you. So we will we will discuss and we will tear you to pieces, like smash into pieces. Yeah. But um, yes, I have absolutely had enough of this season. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was a we need a break. <laughs> it it was a great ending, but it was also a sour ending. I feel, but uh, no yeah. matter what, uh, I think if you. Listen to Lorene's winner interviews, uh, either if it's in Swedish or English, uh, translated to English. Like, she sounds so happy, genuinely happy, and she is just the greatest person. I have, I'm in total awe of her, uh, really. She does the right thing by avoiding social media. So. Yeah, good for her. She is a woman, women, woman of knowledge and uh, poise and grace and all, all the positive words. Can I also just say she's heading for number two in the UK charts this week? Woo, girl! Who's and, number one? Oh, I don't know. Uh, something non-Eurovision, so we don't talk. Okay, about it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and May has a top ten. Possibly. Yeah, yes. So, I mean, good for May. Good for May. Yeah. Instead, she wrote a song in the top 10 entry for the UK <laughs> charts. Uh, you know what? If you can get, if you're a British artist and you get your Eurovision song into the UK top 10, it doesn't happen often, so well done to her. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Especially in the UK. Yeah. Good for her. I will still listen to the song. Which songs, before we end... Which songs do you think you will continue listening to through the summer? I Tattoo. Tattoo. Tattoo, definitely. I wrote a song. I wrote a song. Mm, that's true. That's... And... That's it. I think that's it. I Maybe cha-cha-cha for... if it comes on, but I will not put it on. No. Sorry, I Kelly. Think I want to throw in... Probably Switzerland, maybe. 
Switzerland, unicorn. All right. And I'm going to also throw in my, uh, what Joachim calls my Greece of 2023, probably Cyprus as well. Mm. One that hits me late, but I really enjoy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll talk more about that in, I would say, December when we get a lineup for Melfest and this whole shebang starts again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I need, I need a break. Yeah, we all need a break. Yeah. Seven months sounds a bit right. Yes. Now I want some like summer hits. <laughs> yes. yes. Sarah Lotion is releasing a song on the 19th of May. That's mm-hmm. Friday when we're recording. And, I'm and so... Kylie is coming with a new single. Kylie, yeah. And don't forget, you will also still be blasting solo in the summer as well. Oh, now I'm not in solo, solo. Na, 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 na. Oh, baba, baba. Oh, the, the, the national live version. Oh, yes. oh yeah, oh, always, yeah, on big LED screens in our apartment. <laughs> Where are you getting them from? <laughs> I stole something from Liverpool. Oh my God! Like we stole the wind. Oh God! Yeah. Yes. All right, girls. Uh, yes. Let's end it. It's been lovely chatting with you and for your listeners we thought it was going to be a one hour thing but it turned out to be three uh so you will hear this as three episodes because <laughs> this is way long this is not even a commute and if this were a commute for you to work i feel sorry for you, you need to change your job uh that's it yes thank you Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.